Hello, and welcome to the Roving Social Worker Podcast. I am Jay, your Roving Social Worker. This is part two of a multi-part series, How Do I Become a Traveler? I've been getting an influx of PMs, DMs, and emails asking me, how do I become a travel social worker? If you haven't listened to part one, stop now, go back, and take five minutes to hear episode 10. Also, I did that macro social work chat a few months ago, so you can head on over to their website and read the chat itself. As I mentioned before, travel life can be isolating and treacherous. Self-care is safety. You have to worry about maintaining your car, having roadside assistance, buying flares, having a spare tire, extra water, first aid kits, blankets, extra clothes and shoes. In my last travel assignment when I was coming home, I had forgotten to get my oil change and ended up having to do it in Oklahoma. When I was in Minnesota, and by the way, I'm never going to recover from this, it was negative 40 to negative 64 a week. I've never been in temperatures that cold. There was one day my brand new Wrangler wouldn't even start because it was too damn cold. If the car had gotten a flat on the 15-minute drive to work, what was I going to do? Was my phone charged? Would the battery still work? What if the car just died? How would I stay warm in negative 60? These are all things you have to think about when you go to new places. Self-care is very mundane. It means mapping out where you need to go to buy things like food or get fresh nails or, in my case, claws done or find a barber shop. Are you willing to drive four hours for fresh squeezed orange juice? Because I've had to drive four hours for fresh squeezed orange juice. The next question is, do you really need to have that pulpy goodness of fresh squeezed orange juice from Whole Foods? I did. I I totally did. Are you going to find your organic cotton tampons where you live? Are you even going to find tampons? How long does it take for an Amazon delivery to arrive? Because Amazon basically delivers everywhere, but sometimes it can take weeks. If you have a P.O. box, because you should always have a P.O. box, know that you cannot ship aerosol cans from Ulta to said P.O. box. Self-care is social. Who are you going to talk to? What You might be in a completely different time zone away from family and friends. Do you have a mentor? Uh, A Twitter policy? Are you comfortable with Zoom, FaceTime, or Skype? How do you see a therapist? Because you're bouncing around and they're probably a bit more stationary than you. How do you take care of your mental health needs? Everyone is going to be different. Approaches need to be different. And that's totally okay, but remember... This stuff comes up. Self-care is essential, and I'm about to make my podcast a little risque. I'd suggest putting on your headphones if you're in public um, and don't have any liquids in your mouth. I'll give you a few seconds to prep for this last part. Okay. Another travel issue related to self-care is meeting one's intimacy needs. Bring a friend, if you have one. And if you don't, you can always buy a friend for your suitcase, pillowcase, or perhaps a little black bag with a pirate skull on it. 
Remember, you are in a strange new place surrounded by brand new people who don't really know you. No daily hugs from those who love you or the comforting weight of your partner in bed at night. So how are you going to meet those specific needs? I'll try to go home frequently, but in between there is absolutely nothing wrong with having a very healthy relationship with yourself and a couple of AA batteries. What? Roving social workers masturbate too. Come on, people. And on that thought, I'll leave you with this question. Still want to become a travel social worker? Until next time, friends and travelers, this ends today's segment of the Roving Social Worker Podcast. Remember, travel well and keep on traveling. <laughs>